remind me who are the rookies and who are the vets again plus complete fealty towards tori from all the survivor women josh wants to take out chris himself i guess one of the coolest forts we've ever seen used on the challenge michaela running the house so easily and my number one favorite heads home at the hands of another survivor elimination master it's the challenge usa 2 episode 12 recap coming up right now What up, my fellow challenge lovers? Welcome to The Challenge Historian, where we dive deep into all things MTV's The Challenge or CBS's The Challenge or anyone's The Challenge, past, present, or future, if it's happening in The Challenge Expanded Universe. We are here to talk about it. I am your host and dedicated challenge historian, Jacob Hollaball. Thank you so very, very much for being here with me early on this Friday morning to cover episode 12, certainly not the finale. We've got two episodes left of The Challenge You. SA2, an action-packed episode. We have a lot to get to. We will do so very quickly here. Quickly before we do, though, just use that word twice in a row. I don't think that's supposed to be used like that. Anyways, programming reminders. You know where that's going. Survivor 45, episode two. Me and Tony broke it down last night, right before then watching and now breaking down Challenge USA. So that episode is out right now. If you're a Survivor fan, make sure to go listen to that breakdown. It's been so much fun having tony along for the ride for that season if you're not a survivor fan well there's if you got free time in your leisure schedule highly recommend survivor i got back into it a few years ago it's well worth your while it's a good good time so that coverage will continue at some point each week it will be out every week we just don't know what day in this case it was out last night before challenge was airing then we've got two more weeks of challenge usa two coverage two more episodes left two more weeks of episodic recap which will then be followed or really actually joined the final week episode 14's recap will be joined that week by the season 39 preview pod which will go up on monday the 16th nine days out from the 25th the premiere of season 39 so that last week of challenge usa 2 will be a three podcast week season 39 premiere usa 2 finale recap survivor episode whatever number is that week recap and then the following week will also be a three podcast week as we will of course still give usa to the respect it deserves and do a full season recap and awards with a premiere episode recap of season 39 and again survivor episode whatever it is that week that week so three pods coming a couple weeks in a row coming up a lot of good content coming your way make sure to hit the follow subscribe if you haven't already also for anyone who if you've never left a review a rating uh spotify ratings five stars work really really well on apple especially if you write something anything you have no idea how much that helps the podcast and the old algorithms there we're all you know fealty everyone in this episode is kind of fealty to tori we here in the podcast world fealty to the algorithm so if you don't mind leave me a little review let me know give some constructive feedback although if it's a lot constructive maybe slide those in the dm versus the public feedback on the actual apple charts cool thanks agenda for today same as usual walk through the episode hit all the major talking points awards power rankings predictions here we go challenge usa 2 episode number 12 let's dive in 
first segment, we're at the house. It's not very long. We do get a wonderful backstory uh, on Desi and her pageant career and, you know, kind of a reference to USA One, although for the first time we hear her be the bigger person and reference, you know, I made a final, I want to win a final. And it's like, girl, you were going to win a final. Okay. Anyways, that's neither here nor there. It's a nice conversation between her and Chris, but the only real thing worth talking about from the first segment at the house is Michelle and Desi and Chanel and Tori and just the fallout from Michelle not casting a vote Tori's way on the previous episode. Now, here's the facts, guys. Michelle has one problem with her game. One problem, and it's a classic challenge problem to have, and that is not being able to own your decisions or moves. Being too nice of a person, too emotive of a person, whatever it may be, not being able to own your moves and decisions. In the moment you waffle just a little bit, it isn't so much about the decision itself. It's about the way you carry out the decision, the way you react to the reactions to your decision, the way you stand firm on your ground once you have chosen and made a decision. It's one thing to be cutthroat, do the move. It's another thing to keep the emotions in check, continue being cold, cutthroat, and stoic about it afterwards. And that is where Michelle has a problem. We also see this, you know, we get a little glimpses of why this has always been a problem for Josh as well on this show over the years. But in this moment, you know, Michelle doesn't want to be snaky. She doesn't want to be picking a side. She doesn't want to be upsetting anyone, which I, I get it. That's, that's a good place to be for a long stretch of the game potentially. But if you're friends and aligned with everyone in the house, then at some point, in this case, this particular point, one side is going to perceive you as kind of a snake or kind of sneaky or backstabbing them. Because at some point, the numbers get low enough that if you're friends with everyone, you have to say someone's name. You have to go against one side or the other in some little small way. And this one, in fact, was a small way. She just handled it really poorly, and it turned into a big, big thing. Pick one, ride with it for real. So in this case, if I'm Michelle, I make that decision in the voting booth. I vote for, I don't vote for Tori, vote for Cassidy. And, you know, everything plays out at the arena. We come back, go tell Tori right away. First conversation you've got to have is with Tori. Say, hey, I didn't vote for you. Obviously, some people wanted to. And I had to finally pick a side. You know, everyone knows I've been playing both sides in this game. I've been friendly with the vets. I've been friendly with the survivor folks. This was the moment where I had to make a decision. And I want you to know I picked you. I picked the vets. I had to pick a side and I've come to your side. This should show you that, that you know, the loyalty is there. This is the side I'm choosing for the remainder of this game. Then you can still go and say sorry to Desi and Chanel, but tell them the same thing. Say, look. I was playing with you. I was playing with them. There's not very many of us left. I had to pick. I chose that side. I get if you're upset about it. I get if you want to vote for me or take it out on me. I understand that, but I had to pick a side and I chose the other side. Instead, she kind of is like, yeah, I picked that side, but you know, I didn't want to, and I still kind of want your side. Like she continues to try to play both sides of it. And that's what's not going to work. And she continues to, you know, you know, when Tori comes in and Chanel and Desi like fess up, like we did it to her in different ways. Chanel's uh, more on the side I'm talking about here of the good side of like, yeah, I voted for you. And you know, like that sucks for you, but like, that's what I did. Desi on the other hand is like, I betrayed you and I'm sorry. And I shouldn't have, and you know, let's a little more of the waffle and the emotions back into it. Not that it's ultimately probably going to matter, um, but we will come back to Desi and Tori later, but Michelle then, doesn't need to, but pipes in, you know, like, 
I was supposed to vote for you and I didn't and I feel bad about it. It's like, no, 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 no. That's the opposite of what you need to say. Be like, I didn't vote for you, Tori. I picked you, picked your side. And we're having a conversation about them being upset with me about it, which I understand, but I picked your side. That's what's got to go down. That is not what goes down. And it leads to more chaos for Michelle throughout the episode. We go to the daily challenge. The daily challenge, first and foremost, uh, for the second or third time this season, we get a, a touch, just the shortest little one sentence glimpse of something about the location, about the place. In this pay, in this instance, the fort named Punta Cristo Fort. Hope they continue adding back in. I've loved having again. There's been little touches throughout the season of the things that they could bring back from the old days of the challenge that they are seemingly trying to bring in a little bit. But this also is like you. The Amazing Race airs, you know, before this, after this on CBS or the night before on this. And like, you know, uh, this is kind of goes hand in hand with that. So I like that they get to do that. I like the game itself. I love the fort. The fort is incredible. Like what a setup for a challenge game. If I'm the cast, I maybe ask, how old is this fort again? We're you want us to crawl through some pretty narrow stuff. Like how how good is the foundation around here, TJ? Like how how confident are we in this? Uh, but you know, those are jokes. It's a wonderful, incredible set for a daily challenge to take place. I freaking love it. Um, you know, I would love to see them maybe even come back to this very same place and do the spooky town challenge in this location. Cause I definitely had some thoughts back to USA one and ride or die or USA one UK, Australia, uh, the spooky town challenge. That was the best challenge of those seasons. So loved everything about it. Super fun setup. Michaela, Desi and Chris school, the vets. I mean, Michaela is the leader of it, but Desi and Chris are in on it and a part of it. And I got to say for bananas, uh, for Fessy, Corey, Josh, you know, it is what it is. We maybe don't think of them as masterminds of the game as much like they're vets and they've got some physical tools. And, you know, in, in my case, I obviously ride very hard for Fessy having all of the tools essentially outside of maybe eating and the occasional ego partner sort of thing. But we don't consider them to be masterminds. It's not as bad of a look that they got totally fooled by this because they're also kind of looking to Bananas and Tori to be the leader of the, like, tell us, you know, give us the facts and we're going off your facts. We're all working as a team here. It's kind of a bad look for Bananas. It's an incredible look for Michaela. I'm shocked at how easily they tricked them. Michaela is so smart, first and foremost. Like, this is the vet savvy that Bananas kind of has, and he has that confessional where he explains, you know, as I'm doing this, I'm really trying to map this out in my head, and he, like, talks through it. But Michaela does the full-blown, the smartest possible thing. We're going to be doing a lot of back and forth. It's going to take a lot of time. I can afford to do one full lap around this place and try to count all the bags, where are they located, what should my order be. She does. She figures everything out, and then she pulls off the lie of telling Bananas to his face. There's seven. There's no. There's only two in this hallway. This is the last one. He believes it. He buys it. It eventually leads to the confusion and ultimately the time gap and lead that Desi and Chris and Michaela is there, which we'll come back to. Michaela... I don't, I, I don't, she didn't let Desi win by any means, but she didn't seem concerned. She seemed concerned with having her or Desi win, not necessarily with her winning, which is interesting. And we'll come back to how much power she is wielding at this point, how comfortable she is at this point. I'm shocked the bananas didn't get pissed at her afterwards. Maybe he did more than we saw. I don't know, but you just got, you just got completely schooled and tricked and played by a second season player uh, who was only here for one episode her first time around. So that that was shocking, both that 
how easily and well executed they pulled off that move and then how little of a reaction they got from bananas and others for being tricked like that. It totally works. Desi, Chris crush it. Good showings um, headed towards the final Chris. Can, I'm a, I don't know. We'll see at the power rankings at the end. I don't know if I'm putting Chris in first, but like this man might be about to win this season and have one of the most impressive seasons in challenge history. If he does uh, with four elimination wins, a couple daily challenges wins now. If you were to go on and win the season, maybe even win a fifth elimination next week. We'll talk more about that later. But incredible stuff from the both of them. Great showings for the both of them. Desi, you know, showing the strength and endurance and a little bit of mental strategy that kind of put her up there last season of USA and why coming into this one, we felt so confident. I felt so confident that she could very well win this one and kind of cement every all these thoughts we had about her. She starts to do that again here. Other things to point out quickly, performance-wise, Josh keeps up with Fessel and Bananas as far as just from like an endurance check on all these people. Corey does not. We get the confessional from Corey where maybe he's he's not all that concerned about winning this particular daily or concerned about, you know, gassing himself out, but it does. Those are the facts as far as how quickly they were all assembling everything and keep it up. Corey was like a, a piece behind everyone the whole time. And Josh kept up with Fessy and Bananas. So not a good sign for Corey. Good sign for Josh, maybe. And we head back to the house. At the house, obviously the first thing we're talking about, Michelle and Michaela. The blow up, it happens. Michelle's episode goes from kind of bad to start to worse here. Michaela wants a girl's day. She wants Michelle to go home. And Michelle overhears this. She comes in and argument ensues. Now, I am biased because I love Michelle. She's my favorite on the season, certainly. I also adore Michaela. So, you know, maybe the bias is kind of negated here. Bias towards both of them. But <laughs> Michelle just needs to be a better arguer. It's plain and simple. This is another one where it's like she's not necessarily wrong. She didn't necessarily do anything wrong. But she's not very good at arguing um, or Michaela is really good at arguing at this point. Maybe that's more it than anything. It's hard to tell which is which, but I think it's more Michaela's really good at this in arguing and Michelle is maybe average at best. So in an argument one on one, uh, Michaela gets the best of her because Michaela, the hilarious fact that Michelle does uh, tries to bring up and then kind of gets shut down and it's just like removed from the conversation then. Michaela is the one that multiple weeks in a row won and said, can I throw in Tori? Is everyone okay with me throwing in Tori? I really want to throw in Tori. And everyone's saying, no, don't do that. And then the next time around being like, I want to throw in Tori. And then be like, no, you don't throw in Tori, but we will vote for Tori. So all of the Tori that this is all about is the vote for or against Tori was Michaela to begin with. And then in this moment, Michelle's kind of like being thrown under the bus for both supporting Tory, but also targeting Tory is very strange. It's very, very strange, but Michaela dominates the conversation. Now, yet again, editing confessionals, purposeful content here to make, you know, use the word spiral a lot, or Michaela does get in the nice Michelle down. Uh, that's a good, good little pun like that. Um, but I don't think it's as bad of, of a meltdown as they kind of make it out to be. But hey, guess what? It's entertaining and it's fun. And they take they at least showed us an argument. They showed us an argument. And sometimes they seem to not do that very much. So good on them. Should be noted another point of how Michaela is fully in charge of this game that we referenced earlier. She won again. I'm not sure that she was too worried about if Desi wins or I wins, just one of us wins. And then 
in this moment, she's like, yeah, it can be, it should be a girl's day. It should be a girl's day. A hundred percent. They should nominate Michelle and we should throw in Cassidy. And <laughs> there's, she's so in charge of the game. She's so confident that it's going to be a girl's day and not one single stray vote. Like I don't have to worry about a thing. There's no chance that I catch a vote in any way, shape or form, which what a place to be in. And turns out to be correct. She is, she's running the house hundred percent. Michaela is in charge of everything that is happening at this point in the game. Incredible, incredible, incredible. She's amazing. Nominations, Desi and Chris make these smart moves. I, it was a fun conversation that they had. And ultimately I totally agree with the deductions they made. Tori, Probably isn't losing to Michelle, so they kind of quickly, you know, Desi uses the I want to get her back for the betrayal I feel like that I did by voting for her and her not going into elimination. But Tori probably isn't losing to Michelle, and if you put Tori up, everyone else is going to throw in Michelle because that's what everyone kind of wants to do right now, and Tori isn't probably losing to Michelle in elimination, so Desi resigns to the fact properly, I think. To I'm just gonna have to beat her in the final. It is what it is. If I needed to do this, it should have happened earlier. So it's not. It's Michelle. Easy. Chris then calls bananas old, which is interesting, but he does at least reference a reason for not targeting bananas of this group, which I appreciate that he's at least like, I think the guy's old. I think I I think I'm better than him. And so, okay, great. Let's see it. I you you might be right at this point in time. So let's find out. Um, and then he is right in deciding that like, if it's likely a girl's day, if that's what everyone wants, we're putting up Michelle, everyone wants Michelle to go home. Everyone wants kind of Michelle versus Cassidy. Then we have to think about the fact, whoever we put up as a guy is very likely not to be going into elimination. And, and so therefore still in the house and Fessel, I would maybe like him to feel a little bit better after voting me in multiple times. I would maybe like the person who's won multiple dailies and seems to be very good at winning dailies to not be concerned about me and to maybe think, you know what? I've thrown him in twice. He Then he still didn't throw me in. Maybe I should do him a solid. And instead, we should put in Josh, who isn't going to win a daily. We don't think at this point is ever going to like win a daily on his own. And if it does randomly end up, you know, the one vote that Michelle might cast for a guy if it ends up being a guy's elimination, Fessel has a better chance of coming back than Josh. And so one way or the other, the safest thing for them to do that is still, you know, ultimately it, they are against all four other men in the house. Safest thing to do is put in Josh. They do. I think it's a fantastic decision and it's the most fun decision. Let's be honest. Fessy is very calm about it. If this happens is like, I don't think I'm going to go in. And if I do, hopefully it's physical and I'll dominate. Josh, on the other hand, is Josh. So it's very fun to see him nominated. Fessy, Corey, and Josh then, after the nomination, have a conversation that we have to talk about because they, Fessy and Corey start it. And it's very important to note this heading into next week. This is where we start kind of looking towards next week. Fessy and Corey consider the idea of like, oh man, wow, Chris did us a solid there. Like, does this mean if we next week, if there's one more daily and one of us wins, like, does that mean we got to save Chris? Should we save Chris? And they don't say it in like a, are we required to now by the laws of the challenge? Like they're like, damn, like that was cool. Maybe we should, maybe we should save him. If we, if that chance comes about next week, which would mean that it would be bananas versus Josh in this scenario. If the two of one of the two of them was in power and they're like, we should save Chris. So in their heads, they're saying we should consider bananas and Josh and over Chris. If we were to get a chance to throw someone in next week. Um, and that would mean that they're down to throw in Josh, which should be noted. Josh then comes in. He's trying so hard to keep it in check. He does not fully keep it in check, but he at least goes, instead of getting emotional in the negative, he gets himself pumped up instead. And 
lets the emotions out for a minute, which leads to I want to go against Chris in the last elimination and rip his head off, which uh, that's just pure emotions inexperience at this stage rearing its head because Corey and Fessel, little to Josh's knowledge, literally just said, should we maybe help Chris out next time around because he just helped us. And now they have something to point to if and when they screw Josh over because Two of the five of them will be in elimination next week. They know that. They know at this point they're pretty they, – they might think they might, they're all in the final, but they kind of think based off the fact that TJ didn't make this just a girl's elimination that, you know, they very well aren't in the final. There might be one more round. And Corey and Fessel now have something to point to to screw over Josh because two of the five of those men will be in elimination next week, which says the odds are really good that of the three of them, Corey, Fessel, and Josh, they'll have to say one of the, each other's names. If bananas or Chris wins, or if one of the, uh, you know, one of them's already thrown in, like they could get away with easily like a bananas, Chris matchup, which the three of them, by the way, should be gunning for <sighs> like, that's what you, those two are going to beat you. Come on guys. Those two are going to beat you and they're going to beat you because the conversations like this one that you have here, but Josh gives them the, in that situation, you're grasping at literally, and you'd have nothing to grasp on for why you would vote for one person over the other amongst friends. And now Josh has given them some little thing. Chris gave them some little thing by like, I picked Josh to go in over you. And then Josh gives them a little, I want to go in and earn my way. I want to beat Chris. And so now next week, when those two possibly throw in Josh, they're like, hey, it's all us boys here. We had to pick someone. And you literally said you wanted to go in. So I'm sorry. But like, I had to pick and you said you would do it. So you're doing it. So we'll see if that plays out next week. Then at the arena, I'm with Cassie. I don't understand why no votes are going Chanel's way. Even in this moment, I don't, I mean, I guess Michelle is just comfortable with Cassie and everyone is still like, hey, we're throwing in Michelle. That's her punishment, but we're going to allow her to go against Cassidy. Um, if everyone else actually still at this point, which they shouldn't, but still thinks that Cassidy is like the weak link there, then other ladies, Tori, Desi, Michaela, let's get a little more cutthroat. Michaela and Tori, Desi wouldn't do this, but uh, Michaela and Tori, I want Cassidy around for the last elimination. If you actually have this perception that she's the like weak link, then Michelle is the other one. Then like, don't let them knock each other out. Uh, or one of them possibly go home. Like guarantee, I guess you're guaranteed one of them still there either way, but I don't know. I maybe want the chance for both of them to be there. I want the chance. Maybe Michelle upsets, uh, whoever you throw her in against. And I just think, I don't know. I still Chanel did well in this daily challenge, but like, I don't know. I'm with Cassie. I don't understand why at some point, uh, why she is so much on the outs with everyone versus uh, Chanel, but good job. Social game, Chanel, you're going to rookie skate right through with almost no threat ever to go into elimination. Pretty incredible, really inventive game yet again. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Flawless season of eliminations. Truly. It's just been unbelievable. Reminds me very much of the Cyrus versus Adam in the ruins. I think someone else played it in the ruins with Cyrus and Adam did it first. And it's one that kind of comes to mind where they had the wheel and the water pouring and they had to turn the triangle to navigate the water towards their fire or towards away from their fire. Uh, really good. I like, I like this wheel setup. It does make me nervous with, you know, back when Adam and Cyrus did this very small wheel, they couldn't, they could wrap their bodies like around over top of it, but not inside the rungs. I did not love Michelle and Cassie putting their arms through the rungs a bunch. I was like, Oh, I don't know. The other one whips that thing around and you're tied up and like, Oh, I don't know. I don't, I didn't like that part. So maybe design the wheel a little bit differently, but otherwise amazing game. Cassidy's just really freaking good. 
She is really freaking good. And I'm glad for non-survivor watchers that we finally, maybe this is the second time she's mentioned it or someone has mentioned on the show. But if you didn't know, they pointed out here, she did win three individual immunity challenges out of like seven or whatever there were, seven or eight on her season of Survivor. Um, she's good at this stuff. Like she's an athletic person. She's a smart person. Um, she's a smart strategic athletic, like in, within the, you know, smart outside of athletics, but smart and strategic inside the games at figuring out how to do these things. And yes, she is smaller. She's, you know, just shorter and smaller. And so if she got a hall brawl, or reverse tug of war versus a lot of the people in the house, that would be a problem. But as we constantly, constantly remind everyone and say about this show, we so overrate the, if, well, if you're huge, like I'm so nervous because we might, I might have to do a headbanger versus you and like, there's only a couple headbangers a season. And so far this season, there's been one and there's going to be one next week. So there's literally two. And otherwise, like more often than not, honestly, across the span of challenge, I think more often than not, and this would be something interesting for me to look into, it actually is worse to be the really big, strong person than it is to be the better. It's amazing if you're fessy and you end up in a hall brawl multiple times and a pole wrestle multiple times and kind of avoid the eliminations like the one at the end of Rider Dies that gets him out. But <laughs> it's also amazing if you're casty and you're like, I might be smaller, but I don't end up in a hall brawl. I end up in all these other ones where being athletic and agile and smart and crafty and scrappy wins. And I'm really good at all this stuff. And she gets her third elimination win to go with those three individual immunity wins back to survivor. Like she is badass. She is very good at this. Um, and yeah, uh, she's, she's got quite the resume at this point in her reality career. And now her challenge career. Her and Chris combined seven elimination wins, Survivor dominating the elimination arena. Pretty crazy. Hell of a rookie season for Cassidy. Hell of a rookie season for Chris. And we now know one more double elimination. So there is a chance that both of them could end up in there again next week. Cassidy could get to four. Chris could get to five by the end of next week. Incredible rookie seasons for the both of them. Michelle heads home. Michelle, I love you. You're the best. Thank you for your services. As always, we look forward to watching on season 39. We knew this was going to happen. I was hopeful that it would just be, you know, she gets to the final and got that experience. Um, but once we knew she was, you know, in the season 39 cast, we knew based on the format for that season that that meant she wasn't going to win here. So I'm glad we at least got 12 episodes worth. She brought the entertainment. I love her. She's the best. Can't wait to watch her on 39. As for the awards, hand out a little hardware here. Best quote, I did not take the best notes while watching this episode. I know Michaela said a bunch of good things. She's going to get the award. We'll, we'll reference what we did earlier. The Michelle down was at least you know a great pun, but she had a couple really good confessionals that I just didn't happen to write down the full quote. So Michaela gets the quote of the week for the best moment. Nominee number one, Desi and Chris talking and Desi's background. We referenced it was a really nice conversation. And I liked getting a little bit more of Desi's background in there. Nominee number two, Michaela pulling off the lie to Banana's face in the Daily Challenge. Incredible stuff. Nominee number three, Michaela versus Michelle. The big argument, of course. Nominee number four, Josh wanting to go against Chris in the last elimination to earn it in that entire mess of a conversation between the three of them. And then number five, sneaky little moment. Um, which turns out it was pretty loud. They were like legit, like fireworks, basically firecrackers in the elimination, the things they were popping. But right at the start of the elimination, it's 
half a second long, but it's clear enough to see and hear is Corey covering his ears and worried about it's going to be so loud before anything's actually like happened. He's just like behind everyone, like, oh, it's going to be so loud and like covering his ears. And I just really liked that little moment from him. I will give the award as much as Michaela deserves it for one of those two moments. I'm going to give it to Josh. I just, because it's just setting up. I'm so excited for next week. I can't, I can't wait. And I haven't had this feeling in a while about the challenge, but uh, I am so excited to find out who gets thrown in and if it's Josh and what happens with that, if, and when it happens. Uh, So I'm going to give that conversation that maybe foreshadowed a bunch of things about to happen. The moment of the episode as for MVP Desi in fifth, uh, and we'll we'll go Desi Chris tie for fifth. They both deserve a shout out. Obviously, huge wins for them, potentially on their way to overall wins of the season. We will see Josh in fourth, Casty in third. Great elimination win. Great stuff from Cass as always. And then Michelle in second. She might be my favorite. She might have had a uh, you know, very entertaining episode, but she you know entertainment coupled with gameplay doesn't leave her as high on the scoreboard as Michaela. Michaela is the MVP of the episode. Incredible, incredible gameplay, entertaining and the arguments and the explanations and everything, the trickery and just the overall, the command she has over this house, this house that is at this point, by the end of this episode, it's not like, you know, USA one was, it's not like the beginning, the original cast of USA two, like, Three of the six super vets, MTV vets that they brought in are still there. Fessel and Josh, and at this point, still Michelle are still there from MTV and CBS ways. Like it's, she's in an MTV, like vet laden, vet heavy house, more or less. And she is in full control, well over bananas and Tori. It's incredible stuff. Michaela is the episode MVP. Now to close it out with our power rankings and predictions, power rankings wise, not really anything changed we just removed michelle who was on the bottom of the female power rankings because we knew she wasn't going to win the season michaela stays in first desi stays in second tori stays in third i think one of those three will win Casty fourth chanel fifth i'm open to the idea of them one of them winning but i think that michaela is really in the driver's seat i'm starting to lean towards full-blown expecting Michaela to win this final because she's just so damn good at all this stuff and it's awesome and I love it I love I would love to have another a new dominant female entering into the game on the male side I'm keeping bananas one out of respect and the legacy and the reputation and the ability he has shown over 20 some seasons but damn if Chris isn't right there with him I'm kind of leaning towards Chris might end up winning this and maybe bananas doesn't get his eighth but they're one two Fessel third Corey fourth Josh fifth um, I don't think Corey or Josh has any chance of winning this. I think Fessel has an outside shot, but uh, yeah, I think it's, I think Chris and Bananas are like a wrong above him at this point. Certainly, as for predictions, so next week it looks messy. We see the we'll say we'll see the hall brawl, although it's the variation on it again with the big pad that they run into each other with, a la dual two um back up off me and some other times in the teen era of the challenge but i think tori and fessel win the daily i don't think those were the you know they they show them maybe having a conversation maybe tricky editing but i'm not i don't know i think i think they do win the daily i think those two are going to win and i think it's the most interesting if those two win and i think if they win that they will pick second prediction casty and josh to go in i think fessy and tori We'll put Josh into elimination and it'll be unbelievable 
unbelievable. Cue the waterworks, cue the fury, cue the fit, cue the I don't actually want to go against Chris, cue everything. Third nominee uh, prediction, Chanel and Bananas are voted in. Cassidy gets her wish, kind of. Bananas is voted in to go against Josh. And then fourth prediction, if all of these first three are correct, Josh beats Bananas for an all time the challenge does mirror the world of professional wrestling sometimes for an all-time putting someone over the top bananas putting josh over the top uh you know josh being a part of having west eliminated earlier and then if he went in and beat bananas in a physical elimination like if it was bananas versus josh in that in that hall brawl style thing like josh is bigger than him and it doesn't take a lot of coordination to just run over someone or carry someone so josh beats bananas um and then fifth and final prediction Chanel would beat Cassidy and would probably gloat a little too much about it for my liking because Cassidy is I think better than Chanel overall across the spectrum of challenge things but if it turns into oh after all of this now we get to face each other but it's in a hall brawl where you know complete advantage Chanel I probably wouldn't I'm not going to be too happy so I hope those predictions are wrong I hope Cassidy's not in there at all that I want Cassidy in the final but man, I, I would love to see Tori and Fessy win the daily and throw in Josh and just the, the chaos that would ensue from that. So that's your predictions. That's USA 2, episode 12. We will be back next week for episode 13 to find out what type of chaos, because some type of chaos is taking place. Um, if Josh isn't thrown in, he's going to, of course, be emotional about who he has to throw in. It would actually almost be more funny if Josh wins the daily challenge, actually, and has to. And it's like Josh and Desi win the daily, and Desi's like, we're thrown in Tori. Or Desi, or maybe Michaela is more likely to be like, Josh, we're thrown in Tori. That's the only vote I'm allowing us to make on the women's side. And then he's got to pick between his friends on the guy's side. It would be great. One way or the other, it's going to be great. I'm excited for next week. We'll be back Thursday night, Friday morning with that recap next week. We'll be back next week with Survivor 45 coverage with Tony at some point. No guarantee on which day, but it will come out at some point. And then a week after that, we'll have finale of USA 2. We'll have preview of season 39. We'll still have Survivor rolling on. We'll have three pods couple weeks in a row it's going to be great stuff so hit the follow hit subscribe if you want to chat challenge always dm me at challenge historian on instagram hit me up leave comments in the youtube if you're watching on youtube let me know your thoughts this episode going into next week please no spoilers though we're starting to have our first ever infiltration on the comments on youtube and in my dms getting hit on both fronts with attempts at spoiling things for me. Don't do that. Don't spoil it for me. Don't spoil it for anyone else. If you're interested in those, you want to go look at those, that's fine. You guys stay over in your little spoiler world, us in the outside of spoiler world, like our lives outside of here, like getting to watch things in real time and be surprised and suspenseful. Leave those things alone. Thank you, as always. Appreciate you. Love you. Till next time. Peace.